Annie over at Gracie Jiu-Jitsu of Kentucky under Professor Scott Smith. How are you guys doing this morning? Doing well. I'm doing good. Appreciate you coming in. Um, we have a, a few things that we look forward to talking to you about. There was a UFC card that I know we all watched last night. Um, I was very intrigued. There was a great display of Damian Maya. Once again, great jujitsu. I know we all three train jujitsu, um, and that's always cool to see. But also, we are looking forward to Saturday, June twenty fourth, at Gracie Jujitsu of Kentucky, a all female grappling seminar. Can you tell our listeners a little bit about the seminar? Um, the seminar is going to be with Kat Zingano and a bronze medalist wrestler, Randy Miller. Both of them um, have a whole lot of experience with wrestling and grappling and have a lot of a lot of stuff that they can uh, share with us and a lot of things that I don't think girls around here have been introduced to before because women's wrestling is not a big thing in Kentucky. Um, you kind of have to join the boys if you're going to do it. So I think it's going to be something that um, everyone will learn a lot and be exposed to things that they haven't been exposed to before. Now, the movement that you guys are promoting, and it's not exclusive to this Saturday, June 24th event, you guys have had open mats and, and there's different uh, all-women grappling or, or jujitsu events lately. So you, are, you two are kind of spearheading uh, a specific movement promoting female grapplers locally. Can you tell our listeners a little bit about how the two of you specifically got involved with grappling? Um, I started out wrestling in high school. Um, it was more of a kind of thing like uh, a lot of my guy friends were doing it, and they told me that I couldn't do it and that I wouldn't make it. I wouldn't survive a day. I wouldn't survive. Um, it went from I wouldn't survive a day to I wouldn't survive a week. And then I bet you won't make it through the season. So it was one of those things where I was like, hold on. No, I'm gonna make it through this day. I'm gonna make it through. I'm gonna make it through the whole season. And what year of high school was that? It was my senior year, actually. Okay. Um, I played soccer, and I actually had already committed to play soccer in college. Um, so when the soccer season ended, I completely. I was going after soccer practice to wrestling, so I was going doing both each day. Wow. Um, and then it kind of just after soccer season ended, it went straight into wrestling, and I just went head on. Um, I wrestled, I had to weigh 119 every week, so I had to cut a little bit of weight um, each week, and then I had to wrestle off because there was another guy on my team that weighed the same as me, and there's only one spot for that weight class. Um, so a couple weeks, you know, I didn't get to wrestle. I had to sit on the sidelines because I didn't beat him always. But there were some weeks you did. Yeah, definitely. Um, the guy was actually a first-year wrestler just like me, so at that point we were kind of even. Um, I only won one match that entire um, That's. Still, that entire I mean, season. When, when a, a female beats a, a male in a, a jiu-jitsu match or anything like that, we were all three at the uh, Midwest BJJ Nationals uh, tournament yesterday, and I don't know if you guys noticed, there was a gr little girl who beat a boy, and the entire place just erupted. Yeah, it's it's awesome. Um, and it's almost one of those things, too, where every, every part of the season, the beginning, it was like, Danny, you just have to make it through the first period. Um, in high school wrestling, there's three periods. So um, at first it was just make it through the first period without getting pinned. That was the goal. Um, or, you know, t take a shot. Take a shot and try to take them down. Or it was don't get taken down. Just don't get taken down this period. Um, so we started with little goals. And I give my teammates a lot of credit because at first they were resistant to me. Um, and then they almost embraced it, you know, like um, – 
if other people wanted to say things that were negative, because there was a lot of negativity around, like, you know, why is she doing that? Um, why would they let a girl on the team? Why would they do that? And then they almost started taking up for me. So, so you it, were the only female? Yeah, I was the only girl, the actually. Entire, the entire time? Uh, there was other girls that wrestled. I believe there was two or three the year that I wrestled that I knew in the state of Kentucky. In the state of Kentucky. Yeah, but at my high school, I was the first and only um, so far. Um, there hasn't been any after that, me. That was at Fern Creek High School. Yeah, Fern Creek High School. Um, and actually, the wrestling program there is pretty pretty legit. We're pretty strong. Um, they did win the state title, I think it was 2013. So, I mean, it's not a school that's bad at wrestling by any means. So, it's pretty nice that I got to have some great instruction under people. You know, I got some great coaching from from really good guys in the area. Um, Coach Tishner, he, he coaches at Fern Creek, and he runs um, the youth program there now. And he helped me a lot. And then um, John Walls, who um, was a big part of that program, um, he helped me a lot, and it kind of carried over into jiu-jitsu. Once I started jiu-jitsu... Yeah, that's kind of a natural progression for a lot of high school yeah. wrestlers. Correct me if I'm wrong, but um, there's not a lot of wrestling gyms yeah. for people after high school. So the, a natural progression in this day and age is to then pick up jiu-jitsu. Exactly. Um, so it was it was an easier transition for me than I think a lot of women to go into jiu-jitsu because I was used to, I think one of the harder things for girls is having someone in your space and having someone in your bubble, like on top of you, you can't get them off, they're touching you, their sweat's on you. Yeah, you get, um, a lot of times in jiu-jitsu you have people sweat <laughs> yeah. and it drops like maybe right in your face or maybe yeah. like right in your mouth. Yeah, in your eye, your mouth, everything. Um, so it was just one of those things where I already was comfortable with that. Yes. And so getting other women used to that is one of the harder things. Um, so that I think the all-women movement is kind of helpful for that, too, because when you go to a gym, even at Gracie, we do have quite a few girls, but there's certain nights where I'm the only girl in class, sure. even though we do have other women. Um, so it's a good thing, um, you know, to have every four to six weeks, I want to have a get-together of women. I've hosted two open mats and one wrestling um a women's wrestling day. Um, so all those things have been kind of successful, and we know we all train at different gyms. My goal um, for the women's movement is not to take girls from their gym because I understand, you know, people train at their gyms for a reason. They're close to their house. Um, their kids train there, or, you know, they want to be affiliated with certain people. That's completely fine. I don't want to ruin people's relationships um, with their gym. This is just to bring us together for one day that we can get some training in with other females because that's who we compete against. So I think that's, um, that's the biggest thing is just to give us good training partners that are our size and our gender, you know, to just try it out. Because when we go to tournaments, we're not competing against men. We're competing against women. So it is a different ball game, and if you don't ever get to go against women, it can be tough to step to that line and be facing a woman and like, oh, I wonder how she's going to, you know, like you don't really know a lot of uncertainty. Yeah, there's some you've uncertainty. Only trained maybe against four or five, yeah, uh, women at your gym. Yep, and I will say that since I've been doing the open mats, now that I go to tournaments locally, I see other women that have been that I've trained with before. So it's nice because. Um, I've had times where my coach was busy coaching someone else and I didn't have really anybody to guide me in my matches. And I've had women from our open mats sit there and coach me and give me some direction um, because we support each other now. We're friends. We consider each other really close friends. Um, we message back and forth about gear. How does that gi fit? Do you know how these gis run, you know, um, for is sizes it, it, for women? Is there more focus on 
fashion when it comes to geese? Not fashion. I would That's say... That's a cute gee. Um, <laughs> I like those colors. <laughs> More of like the way that it fits because okay. women's bodies are different than men. So That's they kind of say, yeah, they'll say, um, how does this gee fit? You know, do I need an A1, A2? Um, how did this fit for you? Um, so it, that kind of relationship, these relationships help a whole lot, especially when traveling. You know, I can reach out to these girls and say, hey, have you ever been to Colorado or Illinois? Sure. Have you been to these gyms? Like, is there, is there women that go there? And, you know, they become your support system. And I think that's, that's really important because there's a community within the jiu-jitsu community. And we really need to acknowledge that um, because that's where – you know, all the stuff from different gyms, like guys sometimes <laughs> have a tendency to, you know, they have their cliques. And, like, that's our gym. We're against this gym. Yeah. But for the women, we have to reach out because even though there's other women in my school, I'm not the same size as them. So it doesn't help me much anyways. You know, I'm kind of bigger than the other girls at the school. So, yeah, there's another girl, but training with her is not benefiting me really because she's 110 pounds and I'm 145. No, no question. Um, it's a very interesting movement, and I would say in 2017, the sport of Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu as a whole, not only in the state of Kentucky, because it is very prevalent within Kentucky, but across the country seems to be growing exponentially. And for whatever reason, women in the grappling arts, which translates, in my, for the sake of my point that I'm making here, translates over to the UFC, is something that is very easy to digest relatively compared to other sports. For example, we saw Ronda Rousey um, rise to the absolute pinnacle of, of attention with ESPN and the collective eyeballs of the sporting world for, uh, what was that, about a year? I mean, Steve, you... you yeah, longer than that, I'd say. She was, I mean, she was a big deal. And since then, there's other women who have also um, crossed that. And so I, I use... Obviously, MMA and jiu-jitsu are different sports, but the UFC was founded by Gracie, and, I mean, it's a, a um, very closely connected world between jiu-jitsu and MMA. Jessica, we also have uh, – so, Danny, thank you very much. Once again, that's Danny Harris, wrestled at Fern Creek High School uh, here in Louisville. We are also joined in studio this morning by Jessica Rose. How are you this morning, Jessica? I'm doing well. How are you? Great. We appreciate you coming in and, and the both of you supporting this uh, recent all-women female uh, grappling, not only this card, a Gracie Jiu-Jitsu of Kentucky coming up June 24th, which will have Kat Zingano and the Olympic bronze medalist, Randy Miller. Miller. Randy <laughs> Miller, sorry. Um, but the other open mats and everything. Jessica, how, how long have you been involved in Jiu-Jitsu and, and, and what brought you specifically to take that step and to get involved in the world of jiu-jitsu so we have my husband and i have twins and they were in preschool having a little trouble keeping their hands to themselves just like any other kid and we thought you know they need to be in a martial arts program we chose one where they would not be hitting and kicking and they would be learning self-defense skills and we put them in that program at gracie jiu-jitsu of kentucky with scott and donna we love it over there um, that was January. In April, they ran a promotion, and I was like, I was nervous. I was intimidated by the thought, I am going to put myself out there and give that a try. So you just had absolutely no grappling. What kind of athletics did you do previously? Um, well, high school, I was a cheerleader competition squad 
um, and then college went on to continue cheering. So you had absolutely no grappling, and you, oh, just, you just at the, the, no. the age. The most grappling a, a I did was with my older brother. Okay, <laughs> was that much? Uh, no. <laughs> so you, you and your husband, who I obviously know very well, Patrick, yeah. um, started jujitsu. Did you start after your kids did? We started after our boys did. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it was... I, I did the same thing actually. Is my 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 daughter and my son trained for like two and a half years before I ever got on the mat. But that's very cool. So you had had no grappling background and you got into it. So so women of all different backgrounds are able to come together in an art that is you're not avoiding contact by any stretch. But you're not, as you said, Jessica, you're not punching, you're not kicking. Right. You're not at risk of, of really just getting your ass kicked. And you know what drew me into training was, uh, I'm, I'm new here. I haven't lived here very long. Um, and we had moved up from Miami. We're from Alabama. I, you know, you don't know an area and you want to feel safe. So I thought, this is, this is a great way to get exercise. I will start doing this and I'll feel like I've, I've learned how to protect myself when I go out. And just in case, you know. And then the more I got to doing it, I love it. And yes, we we roll with men all the time. Yes, that's uncomfortable. But, you know, I'm like, Danny, I'm a bigger woman. I love, no other sport allows you to be bigger. You never get complimented. Hey, you're outgrowing your cheerleading skirt. You need to lose some weight. Huh. <laughs> no. In jujitsu, it's good to be heavy. Yeah. You know, okay. so. Very interesting. It really mm-hmm. builds your self-confidence. For whatever reason, and once again, we all three, as I said earlier, train under Professor Scott Smith at Gracie Jiu-Jitsu of Kentucky at 11461 Blankenbaker Access Drive over off Interstate 64, the Blankenbaker exit. For whatever reason, and that, that sounds like a very um, digestible rationale, is women's tennis is something that people can get behind for some reason. WNBA hasn't really picked on, picked up, right, Steve? No. Um, I don't know what sports do transcend genders other than, and I guess golf, Annika, what was her name? Uh, Annika Sorenstam? I think soccer's pretty big. Soccer's yeah, big. Soccer. Okay, yeah. And, yeah. I'm putting myself out there. <laughs> who, who, who else? Am, what, what else am I leaving out? That actually gets into the general public eyeballs when you watch ESPN that they have not a lot. substantial coverage. For whatever reason, grappling and MMA in turn, well, which jujitsu is in a large part uh, a lot of MMA, yeah, I think it, it transcends genders. I think it's natural for everyone to want to see a fight. Yeah. <laughs> to be completely honest, I yes. think it's something that, you know, even if you don't really like fighting, when, so- when something goes down, it's like you don't want to yeah. look away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, you want to see what's going to happen. I think the women bring this they bring this element of surprise because you'll see someone in their street clothes and you know see her in a dress and heels and makeup on and then you know you're like oh you know she's pretty and and then you like ronda rousey i mean she's gorgeous misha tate she's gorgeous and then you see them outside of the octagon and they look amazing you Mm -hmm. know phenomenal and then you see them in the cage and they're bloodied up they're (laughs) getting punched in the face getting kicked they're tossing people around. Um, I just think there's some type of, you know, what kind of draws me, keeps drawing me back in is like, it feels really good to know that I can do other things with my body other than 
you know, be sexy or be pretty. Like, there's so much more. Being you can a woman, defend yourself if something yeah. happens. You, I mean, being a woman, you, you really get the bo- best Steve of both worlds. <laughs> yeah, you could probably beat Steve. <laughs> probably, I wouldn't go that far. No. So we only have a couple minutes left here. Uh, so yeah, what's what are we going? We're going to wrestle, right? We're, you guys are going <laughs> to grapple right afterward in the parking lot on the concrete. I have a question though. What day is Cat? Um, yes, gonna be so, there. so we only have a couple minutes left. Okay. Of the more marketable stars I mentioned, it's a very yeah, marketable a sport. Name. UFC, uh, you know, you have Ronda Rousey, Misha Tate. Uh, some of the, the lighter uh-huh. weight classes are getting bigger now. But Kat Zingano is unique in that she is a great personality and that there are a lot of uh, very sellable points to Kat. Yeah. What is so special about Kat and why should our listeners look into this seminar on Saturday, June 24th? And if interested, how can they get a hold of you? Um, they can definitely reach me. You can look me up on Facebook um, and find the event, or you can go to the Gracie of Kentucky Facebook, and we have the event page posted on there. And it is a pre-register event, so the link on there to register and get your spot is on there. And we only have a limited amount of spots because we want this to be kind of personal. We want to get um, lessons from Kat and Randy um, to where it's very hands-on. Like, they can work with us individually. You know, I really want us to get a lot of attention um, I picked Kat to come because she's always been one of my favorite fighters. She has a spot with me because she's overcome like a lot of tragedy in her life, and she's she's overcome a lot of a lot of things that you know us women every day. You know we go through problems like this, but it's nice to see somebody go through problems and still be there, standing tall. Um, she she has a son, and she was the first um, female to fight in the UFC. That is a mother. Oh, um, obviously, oh. Michelle Waterson came later, but um, Kat was a mom, and she stepped in. She fought Misha Tate. She beat her. Um, before she fought um, Amanda Nunes, that was a big fight for her right before Ronda Rousey. She took that fight eight months after her husband passed away. Wow. Um, so Very sorry to interrupt. We appreciate you guys coming in. I didn't manage time very well, so that's on me. I apologize. We appreciate everybody tuning in to the Weekend Sports Buzz. Check it out. Gracie Jiu-Jitsu. Gracie Jiu-Jitsu of Kentucky, check out the seminar Saturday, June 24th. Thank you very much. Thanks, ladies.